This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at the Clipsal supports. I hope you'll stay with us. Andrew Medici took out the first round of the Touring Car Masters Championship. Medici was thrilled with the result. We caught up with him after the race. A lot of guys have been gunning for this championship this year and you've just come up and stolen a bit of thunder. Well, yeah, I think it's a, I couldn't, couldn't think of a better way. And, uh, you know, I came to this weekend sort of expecting to be about fourth quickest and hoping to be a bit faster. Uh, and so I suppose this has uh, uh, at least matched my hopes and uh, beaten my expectations. It was, uh, uh, I, think, I think we were fortunate, you know, I got a couple of good starts and stayed out of trouble and I didn't really have to battle too hard um, with, uh, with too many drivers and uh, I was fortunate that I was in the final today, I started second and um, Jim just beat me into the chicane, but being on the inside of the chicane gives you a big advantage, and so I was able to get through and, uh, and hit the lead and, and uh, watch a bit of the action behind me. What's, what's prompted the move into the uh, Masters Series? Uh, look, I've been around the sport for a long time, and I've re- recently uh, my interest has been to get my son George going, and he is, he's, he's now um, just moved to the States, and he's gonna do his apprenticeship in NASCAR. Um, and uh, you know, I had a sad year family-wise in the last last year, so I thought this year I might as well. Uh, I think I've got a race or two left in me, and we'll get into it and and drive for the old team because I'd, I'd driven uh, for three years with Bob and Sharon Middleton in NASCAR, and we'd had a lot of success road racing NASCAR. Had a lot of success, and they've got a great engineer, Mark Peacock, and so it just felt right to come back and do it. When you look at the guys that you're racing with now, for the most part. They're guys that uh, you have been around and you've been around for such a long time. Does it does it make it a little bit more spicy when you want to get onto the track and uh, you want to beat up these guys? Uh, uh, well, I've been racing against them. John and I have been racing, especially uh, head on head on head for thirty years. And uh, look at Dad. Uh, I, I get on. I didn't always get on with with John, uh, but we do now. We get on very well. Although you know, we both want to win. And uh, Jim and I have been, you know, um, around the sport and always been friendly since I can remember, you know, since the 70s. So uh, it is good. It's great to race race with those guys. And it's great that, uh, you know, uh, to be sort of so far up so early. But um, I'm not under any uh, apprehension that next next uh, race is going to be quite the same. And then you've got upstarts like Bullis, who uh, has really found a niche for himself in the Touring Car Masters as well. Yeah, I, I've known Gavin for a while now. He was in he was in Utes for a while when I was driver standards in Utes, and uh, he uh, he said to me, "Look, I, I don't want him. I'm getting too much damage in Utes. I'm going to get into into uh, this new category, which became Bianti. But then you look at his car this weekend. I reckon he might have been better off in Utes. <laughs> <laughs> what what about the uh, when you look at the the different divisions that are, are out there now what do you think the master series is offering that these other ones don't well i think the cars are exciting the cars are very simple uh that but they're, they're very powerful they're on tire tire you know tires with limited grip and you can only fit so much brake into a 15 inch wheel uh so they're they're uh, they look exciting to drive they've always they've got a bit of attitude they lock a wheel every now and then 
the, the, the difference I think with V8 supercars, they've become so sophisticated that they're almost, they're just not moving, they're not moving around as much. Um, and, uh, and a lot of people, of course, remember the, the racing in the 70s, which was so good. And, uh, and a lot of young people just love the look of them, you know, the, the retro is in. So I reckon that's it. Well, congratulations. Uh, you know, in race two, when you were storming away there and just marching off into the sunset, I reckon uh, John Bauer was going, and I spent all my money on this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I lit off then because I knew John wouldn't be far behind, and uh, once he got it through, he's, he is very fast this weekend. And uh, I had to get a gap because I reckon he could, he could uh, make a, a big gap pretty small pretty quickly. So uh, I did get a gap, and fortunately um, he really didn't get, get properly clear anyway, and, uh, and, and Jim ended up second, but... I'd like to see it when it comes down to some close racing. I can't wait to see it when uh, the driving standards observer has to come and chat to you about uh, some of uh, some of what he sees going on there. Because when you when you're in the game, it's like when a referee's playing football and the other referees sometimes they take it a bit easier on them. Do you yeah. think that might be the case? Oh no, I wouldn't expect that. Um, uh, I've just got to make sure that I race cleanly. That's my job. And uh, if I make a mistake, well, I've got to cop it on the chin, just like anybody else. Well, we wish you all the best and uh, congratulations. Clipsal is a fantastic way to kick everything off. Yeah, look, it's been a wonderful weekend. It's really good, and we nearly won the Ute race as well. But consolation, my son George was second, so that's okay, you know. David Cedars leads the championship in the V8 Utes after the Clipsal supports. We had a chance to speak to him about his weekend. Congratulations, David Sears. A victory in your first outing in the Utes Championship and uh, set you up nicely for the year ahead. Yeah, definitely. It's what I've come here to do is to get victories and win a championship. Nothing else. Got to build that profile up after having three years, which was hard hard running in the Fujitsu Series. And I've just got to get that profile back up. And that's what I'm trying to do. And the Utes Series is a perfect platform and straight away, uh, first time in the car, win first 13 laps, I'm on pole in ev- ever in one of these cars, so I can't do it any better. I guess with Fujitsu's and V8's, the, it's a little bit sterile. When you get into the Utes, it's sort of WWE, isn't it? It's, uh, you, you really have got carte blanche, you can speak out, you can have fun, you can have jokes, and, uh, and there's also, you know, what you do on the track, but it's like they want every driver to have a personality which is sort of beaten out of you in the other series because of, uh, well, a lot of commercial pressures as well. Yeah, it's more to do with the the, the, the commercial running of the two series and uh, obviously the Ute series is a, a very commercial based and, and that's the way they, they want it and it works really well. It help, it's already helped me get two sponsors and um, and the, the Fujitsu series, unfortunately, just while it's hard held in regard to the V8 supercars as the second series it just doesn't have the commercial viability at the moment and once they work that out um, I think it would be at, at the number two series but it's something that, that they've got to work out and at the moment the Utes are really sort of taking that mantle away from them until they work that out. Now of course uh, this year we've seen a big change in the way the uh, the V8 supercars are running the endurance drives and obviously you want to get to V8's main game. Is this now an opportunity for you to get the profile back and be able to get a uh, endurance drive with the stepper going straight to the main game, not back through Fujitsu? Um, that is pretty well my aim at the moment. I've done all the, the laps. I've been FPR's test and development driver. I've, I've driven a 888 car. I've done all these stuff. I know I can do it. I've just got to have 
the, the opportunity and I've sort of been forgotten a little bit in the Fujitsu series, even though they, are, they know I'm still there. And after my last year's, the 500 and 1,000, I'm pretty pretty confident in myself that I can do do the job. So it's one of those things where I've got to get that profile back up. I'm talking to teams at the moment and um, we'll see if we're, I'm on the grid there. Have you been, ever since that announcement, I know a lot of the other younger guys have... They've been getting the phone calls. They haven't been making the phone calls. Have you found that, or are you expecting the phone to ring once we leave here? Uh, it's, it, uh, the phone calls do come in, um, but it really, um, if you really want the drive you want, you really got to push for it. Um, no one's going to hand it to you on a on a silver platter. Um, you, you walk up and down pit lane. They'll say that it's it's come from them ringing them, but most of the time you're putting the hard work in and making sure they know that you're still around and that's where it comes from. Well, the best way to let people know is standing on the top of the podium and you've done it at Clipsal in the V8 Utes for round one of the championship. Yeah, I have and uh, I can't do it any better. Um, I can't wait to get to Winton and hopefully repeat the effort and have more than than a day to prep the car and uh, and actually have a test day as well would be good. And So imagine what we can do with some time with the car. So hopefully we can go out there and uh, go to Winton, which is seems like a bit of a forward track as well. So hopefully we'll go there and we'll um, show them who's dominant again. Well, we wish you all the best. Cheers, thank you. That's all we had time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.